You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo! You do not throw rocks at a man who's got a machine gun! Give me a hell yeah! And I got something to talk about. I am going to be the first champion to end the Royal Rumble and choose the competitor of my choosing to main event. So let's get fucking like a monkey. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Ring the Bell Radio, a wrestling podcast. JD here. King, how you doing? I'm sad. Why are you sad? Why we're is King get, Logan we're, sad? We're going to get into that in a minute, but I'm okay. just, we're just going to leave it at I'm sad at the moment until we get into the show. Okay. It's uh, such a cliffhanger. <laughs> um, yes, King Logan over there in his box. You know, with all his kingly things and kingly wisdoms and all that stuff. Um, notice uh, Barris isn't here. The Rabbis isn't here again. He's still in hospital, so we're hoping he gets all well. Yeah, so he, he, told me, he's t- he told me he was having his sexiness adjusted. Oh, is that what it was? That's what okay. he told me, so I'll roll okay. with that. I'll yeah, we'll, with we'll that. go with that. We'll go with that. Because, you, you know, he's not going to miss his little Rabbis tour he does, so he has to oh, get all God, better. Oh, no. God, yeah. And, um... Yes, and we're also missing our Jenny Santana this week. She is out doing a wrestling show. So she'll be back next week for all you viewers that are wondering. But you know this, Logan. We do have someone uh, special joining us this evening for our discussion. Yes, we do. Yeah, he's no stranger to the podcast. He is uh, one of our favorite authors uh, with such books as Lance by Chance, Wrestling as Yvonne Eric, and from the Pro, or Pro, I'm sorry, Pro Wrestling Vault. And this is all under the Wrestleville banner. It, it is our good friend coming all the way from Texas, Vinny Barry. Hello. How are you do? How you guys doing? Hey, Vinny. Thanks for coming back on the show, man. We always love to see you. Uh, love I love coming back, and I, I appreciate you guys having me. So, so what's been going on in the world of Vinny Barry before we get into the discussion here? Well, you know, I am uh, just finished up the uh, volume two of the pro wrestling vault so um it will be coming out uh this one had 35 short stories uh the the next one is going to have uh over 40. okay and uh one of the main features of the story or in the stories is the uh i did a uh i featured the northern wrestling federation outside of uh or out of uh cincinnati are you guys familiar with that promotion run by Roger Ruffin? I am not. You have to give us a history lesson here. Well, I'll I'll give you the the ten cent history okay. uh, lesson. Uh, it is uh, been around since 1995. Roger Ruffin was a uh, wrestler and a referee for the WWF back in the uh, I guess the 80s and 90s, 
And uh, he did that whole area, that whole region. He did, um, you know, Ohio. He did some Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and okay. Virginia and whatnot as a referee. And um, he ended up training at Bone Crushers. It's a school. Uh, at that time, it was in downtown Cincinnati. And uh, he ended up becoming the full-time trainer. Some of the wrestlers that have come through his school is the the Monster Abyss, Carl Anderson, uh, Chris Harris, Jordan Clearwater, and Jillian Hall. So, oh, you know, yeah, so yeah, stock cost got, pretty much there. Uh, yeah, and uh, so that story is in the book. Had a really good time working on that. I reached out to them about a year ago and was working on that. The book took me a little longer than than I anticipated, but it. it they come out when they come out, right? <laughs> right, right. And this is all stories from wrestlers over the years. It is. It is. Okay. I uh, I guess I picked up in about 2018. So I have uh, Jazz is one of my first wrestlers. Um, and uh, I interviewed her like in the summer of 2018. And... Uh, I went all the way up into 2021. So okay. I have uh, an interview with Soraya Knight from uh, Paige's mom. Right. I uh, have an interview of her. Uh, I have an interview of uh, Susan Green. I have an interview of Kamala and uh, Bobby Eaton before they passed away. They're in the book. So it's it's pretty good. I, I Are you guys familiar with Mario Mancini? Yes, I am. Mario yes. Mancini spent some time with me, and uh, I wrote a story on him. Very interesting guy. And um, so I'm really pleased with the book. I, uh, you know, when I, when I pack this book up and send it out, you know, I tell my wife all the time, it's, you know, there's just something about this one, you know, because this was my, this was my baby, you know, and I mean, I, I designed it, I wrote it, I did the picture layouts and, you know, and, and I did the same thing for the next one. So, you know, this, this work that I, I put in these two books, um, uh, I have to say, I'm just, I'm just really proud of it and I can't wait for the second one to come out. And, and, you know, I highly recommend this, this pro wrestling vault book because you did send us a copy. I did read it. And I think the last time we spoke of this, um, the one that I, I don't know why, but the one I kept getting drawn to was when you interviewed Ricky Morton was yeah, Ricky Morton. That was it. Cause I knew it was rock and roll express and he had some interesting things to say, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't yeah. remember offhand, but that's, that's, that's the one story I kept getting drawn back to is his little excerpt in that book. And you know what the, the. The new book has some gems in it too. I have uh, I interviewed uh, Nikita Knight. You guys familiar with Nikita Knight? Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. she's from your town. I don't know and, if Logan uh, is. I am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, I know her. Okay, good. Well, and and I I did a story on her like in December, and then a few months later she went to NXT WWE, uh, the company, uh, and. Uh, very interesting young lady did a story on her she has a background in gymnastics and cheerleading and 
when when those two things uh i guess kind of came to the end of the road for her you know she discovered pro wrestling and wanted to do that and she really excelled in that uh, in a short period of time her story is in that book i have a story of blake christian in the new book as well um really really sad story just a really um you know kind of how wrestling kind of saved his life and he tells a, a story in that book that kind of um set things up for him to kind of follow his his dream for professional wrestling uh, but it definitely was a tragedy that kind of pushed him in that direction okay i guess i guess we delayed long enough logan we have to get into this oh god yeah so Vinny, I'm going to ask you this here in a minute. Also, we're going to get your little opinion on this, but we're here this show to review WrestleMania 11, which I've said this in the past many times on this show that I think I've always said it is the worst WrestleMania out of in the history of WrestleMania. Okay. And before we run down the card, and I even told Logan this when we were sitting there watching it, I am so looking forward to your monologue about this WrestleMania on the program because some of the looks on his face was just like, oh my God, we got to, we got to watch more of this and so yeah, on. And so I figure, forth. I think that the finishing thing for me was when the, the Diesel and Shawn Michaels match and you were like, oh, damn i just realized we still got one match after this and i was like no so anyway i'll run down through the match card here but i want to give vinny's uh, interesting take on this too but okay logan here we go wrestlemania 11. Yeah. Okay. please tell us what you thought of it now i'm, I'm gonna state this first i went into this open-minded i sat there and i thought you know what jeremy well, JD spouting, it can't be that bad. It, it can't be. So I'm going into this with open eyes and an open mind, and we'll see where it gets us. After, I think, the first three minutes of watching it, yeah, it was already there. It got us there. You know what it felt like? The whole thing felt like you're, you're 15 years old, and you like this girl in your class, and, you know, you buff up the courage one day, to write her a love letter and you do it and then she takes the love letter and reads it out to the entire school assembly and then you're naked while you're sitting there and also there's a hurricane coming the whole wrestlemania tasted like sadness that's all i could say it was so bad oh my god was it, the, the word bad doesn't even comprehend how god awful this bloody show was and i still now i'm angry i'm angry at jd for not convincing me better that it was bad i told so I, you it was oh god i go told you bloody, go through the bloody card just go through the card, no 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 please. hold on before we get the vinny here i told you this was bad and you kept going no it can't be that bad like you just stated because there were two matches you you were interested in seeing the bob Backlund, bret hart and yes. the sean diesel just let's not talk about we hold on, but i know we and and i know this was a fan request from maybe like five months ago satan it was from satan okay i, I don't i don't re you know i didn't have it up i don't have it up in front of me but i don't remember who requested this but 
you remember when I brought that up on the show and I was like, we got a fan request for, oh my God, WrestleMania 11. And you're like, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. We put it off as long as we can. But, okay. So, Vinny, before, again, before we get to the card, what did you think? Give us your opinion on this WrestleMania. I think it had potential to be a great event. I, I, it, it had the potential. It yeah, didn't I, get there though. No. I totally agree with with Vinny. That is the such the disappointment of this WrestleMania is some of these matches are, are sound amazing. Yes. You know, Bob Backlund versus Bret Hart in, by submission, and then they turned it into an I quit match. If it would have just been a submission only match, I would have been fine. Right. Uh, Don't you think please. that the I quit, it killed it, right? It oh, killed definitely. It. Definitely. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, but I okay. even said. I'm not done. I have a lot. Okay, keep thing. going. Keep, keep going, and we'll get to the card. Okay. You know what? In almost every single match there was more stuff happening outside of the ring than there was mm -hmm. in the ring or equal and and you know what <laughs> that was just just too much is it really was and you know i love i i i don't know if i ever told you guys i love big guy wrestler so bam bam bigelow i i thought he was awesome king kong bundy i think he's awesome you know uh bob Backlund. i have a lot of respect for him well so do i but the th th this card was i i you know what instead of talking about the card i could listen to uh logan uh just describe <laughs> it again that was just so awesome. And I think he was being nice. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I, your point is, is just where I'm going. And this is what made me so angry. It had such potential to be an awesome WrestleMania, but it's filled with cheap gimmicks, stuff yes. happening outside the ring. You know, it's, it was so. I don't care where Pamela Anderson is, right? I, I don't give a shit. I just give a shit about the next match on the card. I understand why they did it, but oh my God. It was like 20 minutes of it as well. Just it's such potential wasted. Just absolutely well, wasted. Let, let me let me tell you this. There's a there's a fan of ours that tweeted us a response a few days ago when I put the word out that we were talking about this. It was um oddly enough, it's uh, Logan, this is Vinny over at Suds and Squared Circles podcast. Oh, hey, another, Vinny, over. Another Vinny, yeah. So he actually sent us a message. Hold on, I just had it here. Um, and he gave us his little opinion on WrestleMania 11. And he states, underrated. I was supposed to go since it was in Hartford because he's up in Connecticut area. I think it's one of those manias that are just in that lull time during the aftermath of the steroid situation. So he's not defending it, but he's he's just saying it's underrated. It's not. No, no. I can't. I, I can't agree. I can't agree, Vinny, on the other podcast. Uh, it's just <laughs> uh, no. I, all right. First of all, okay. No, you know, let's answer the question by going through the card. All right. Okay. And me... we're going to go through these. And and Vinny, if you're listening, um, 
Vinny over at the podcast. If you're listening to the show or something, that this is kind of the answer to you to 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 your comment, basically. All right, go for it, JD. Okay, so here's the card for WrestleMania 11. Uh, the first match is Lex Luger and the British Bulldog. Do you, you want me to say who just wins, or you just want me to say who's fighting Logan? Say he's fighting and who wins. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm not, okay, I'll do it this way. Lex Luger and the British Bulldog defeat Eli and Jacob Blue with Uncle Zebekiah. Uh, then you have the IC title match, which is Razor Ramon, with accompanied by the one, two, three kid, defeats Jeff Jared uh, with the roadie, which is right, right, let's, Jesse James. Let's, let's stop. Let's just go through them one at a time. Yeah. Right, because okay, you want to do that? Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's, like, let's go back to one if we yeah. could. Okay. Luger and the British Bulldog no. versus uh, Eli and Jacob Blue. I don't even care who they're fighting. No, no. All right. It's <laughs> well, okay. What did you What did you first say when you saw Bulldog come out? Oh, you were offended, what, weren't you? Was like, what is he wearing? Like, you don't do that to to, to the flag, you know. Oh, besides that they are a boring tag team all right respect to both wrestlers individually they can wrestle they've given us some good matches over the years but in this situation they just don't work as a tag team the match the 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 match itself was just boring to watch i think it was 90 percent bulldog and then ten percent Lex, basically. Yeah, Lex wasn't was in there long. Yeah, he wasn't in there long at all. I mean, maybe a minute and a half, I think, maximum. Baby boy spreads in the corner with one of it. It's either Jacob or Eli, obviously. And then from there, the collision. Very difficult to tell these twins apart. Luger and the British Bulldogs and these two big mountain men off the rope and they slammed them right into each other. A big pile up in the middle of the ring, and look at that! But Bulldog did everything else. There was really no challenge. There was really no story that was being told in the match. It was there for the sake of being there, because you know what? Oh, that's, you know, stick England and America together. That makes sense. Yay, send them out as a tag team. That will work. No, it, it was boring. The match was so boring. That... Again, just didn't work as a tag team, in my opinion. Um, I was offended by what they did to, uh, you know, the the music coming in. That was you just were terrible. too. You that were was terrible. Upset. Yeah, it was. It was. You see, what it is is like the flag to us is not only just a sign of of England or, or Britain. It's you know something that's backed by the royal family. Is something that you know our navy first started. It represents all facets of England, basically together. Well, Britain, I should say. Um, but it, when you disrespect it, you're disrespecting the country as well. Same thing with the theme song. You know, don't disrespect. It, it just it was disrespectful, in my opinion. I you but I'm English, that. and I'm a big royalist, so you know. <laughs> What All do right, I then. know? <laughs> Vinny's speechless. <laughs> he has no speech. <laughs> Hands down, I thought it was the best match of the card. Really? I do. Okay. That's saying yeah. something right You, you there. know, I'll probably I'll probably agree with you. Out of 
everything else in there even though it was boring bulldog when he was in the ring was actually doing a good bulldog fight well if if you you know with what you said and and i i mean i could agree with you too exactly what you said logan but for an opening match i thought it was pretty pretty darn good right i like i like the blue brothers because those guys uh they're big dudes um i just i think there was more potential than they than their i guess their body of work or their career i i don't know if they were used right uh at the wwe but that's another story um i liked i liked the action in this match i liked you know it just kept me going i wanted to watch it but then that that from that match it just went downhill and you know that could have been the main event yeah you know what yeah. a lot of things could have been the main event the main event didn't even feel like a main event there's yeah. there's two things that you said there that uh, that uh one of them i agree with you because the opening match okay i could see where you think it's the best match on the card it had the action and excitement that's what you should have in an opening match i don't care if it's wrestlemania house show or raw prime time or whatever it was on at the time because we always say we always say we we judge that pay-per-view by that first match if that first match is a stinker you, you you kind of set the tone yeah definitely so you said you like the blue brothers they weren't used right in wwe but I, I the more i think about it and i see them what they're portrayed as and you know that's dutch mantel with them but he was what un uncle zebekiah or whatever this is what what what, did, what what year did this happen 1995 Five, think of yeah. this yeah if this was 1985 tell me they wouldn't have been over just because of the presentation Think what of that. You mean, uh, you mean the the, the Blue the, Brothers, the, the twin brothers, hillbilly kind of brother. Yeah. If this was nineteen eighty-five, tell me they wouldn't have been over. Oh, I think so. Oh my god. I mean, just the presentation of them because it 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 just shows you how the times changed. I have a, okay. I have a fun fact on those guys too. Uh-huh. So those guys were wrestling in Memphis uh with the, the Jarrett's when they were called up to the wwf sir mo and mabel drove to memphis slept in their car and they planned to be there on a saturday morning and introduce themselves to uh the jarrett's as they were getting in for their saturday morning taping they took them in did some interviews they took that spot oh wow yeah they they uh they it was just by you know luck that the guys were just called up and they needed a tag team they were in the main event the following monday wow oh and you know what you could read about that story in the pro wrestling vault volume one the pro wrestling vault 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene, taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. There's a plug for you. 
<laughs> Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1. Look up at Russellville right there on Twitter. It'll tell you everything you want to know. Um, and the two, then we'll get to the next match here. But the other thing was, is you said it could be one of the best match on the card. I could have told you what should have been the best match on the card. And I'll mention it, but we'll get to it is Bob Backlund versus Bret Hart. Um, but I'll get into more of that when we get to it. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, so that match is done. And I, I just want to note. I really didn't like, I know they were trying something new and I think this is the only WrestleMania. They really did this. I could be wrong. Every time the match was done, whether it be the winner or the loser, you had Jr. waiting in the aisleway, heading back and they were trying to do something. What was it like? Um, you know what NFL and other yeah. sports right. do that now. Well, so almost sound like boxing when they're out of the ring. They will, yeah, when like they get out of the yeah. ring. So what'd you think about losing that? You lost, huh? And they're trying to interview him right there. Not to mention that they were just having audio problems the whole night on this That's WrestleMania. Right. But anyway, I never cared for that. I I think hey, you're not going to know it unless you try it. But I wouldn't try it at a WrestleMania. Try it at like a Monday Night Raw or something. I don't know. Um, where when the wrestler, the, when the wrestlers are coming back, you're trying to get their opinion on how they lost. I, I don't know. It just seemed out of place. One, one thing, when I look at this card, there were seven matches on that card. Yeah. And normally on a big card, I mean, I would, I would like a couple more, right? Just a couple right. more. I don't, right. I don't need 10. I don't need 15, but a couple more, but on this, I need a couple less. <laughs> well said Seriously. sir yeah this oh, the, the pay-per-view was, was disappointing i went in with an open mind and uh, i said oh you know, it can't be as bad as he said it was <laughs> we also had that conversation and you're going oh i'd like to I watch it i've never seen it same thing probably same reaction logan had oh my god yeah it, and i'd be it, like it, logan it was a disappointment it really was but again i go back to what you know, if you look at the card, you think, wow, man. On paper, it's good. Monday. Yeah, on paper, it looks yeah. good. And then the other thing was, is then I'll get to the next match. The other thing yeah. was, is I think it was just opening up, and they were doing the vignettes at the beginning, the opening. And, bam, you know, Bam Bam and Lawrence Taylor coming up. And I was just like, oh, LT. I was just like, oh, they're, this is, they're, what did I say, Logan? They're doing something uh, with, with a sports guy. Mm. And you looked at me and went, Oh, don't tell me it's a football player wrestling a wrestler. And I went, yep. And like, he just went, yes. yeah. I was just like, uh-huh. I know. So moving on to the next match. <laughs> Razor Ramon, who's accompanied by the one, two, three kid, um, is facing Jeff Jarrett with the roadie. AKA the road dog Jesse James. Rage Ramon getting the worst end of this matchup as you suspected he might. And again, it was the material of the Razor, yeah! Razor with double J and down at the knee! Beautiful atomic track, look out! Here we go! Uh oh! Throw! Over the top to the outside! To be honest, this. If you really watch this match, and I didn't bring this up to you, Logan, but there were points where I was watching this match where I seriously thought, and I'm not speaking ill of Scott Hall at all, I seriously thought, I think he could be flipping drunk in this match. 
there were some spots where yeah he looking just... at it he, he he messes up a good f- few moves um you could tell there was parts of the match where n- neither him or jeff jarrett knew what the hell they were supposed to be doing with each other yeah. so it, that very much could be the truth um, it's just it's just speculation, but I'm just saying there's a few spots where just when you see his face and you see the demeanor, because you know this was around that time mm-hmm. where that stuff was starting, where he would he was, I mean everyone. I'm just gonna say it. Everyone knows the stories. He, Scott Hall even said it when he was still with us that oh there there were times I went out and I was I don't remember the match because I was so drunk or high, mm-hmm. you know. But that's just what I saw. There was it just looked. I'm just speculating. It could have been a good match. Um, it, could, it could have been great. It could have yep. been great, especially with Jarrett. I mean, you know, love him or hate him, you know Jarrett can throw down a good match. Absolutely. Um, well, this, this is my problem, all right, with this match, totally. Okay, go ahead. First of all, I love Razor Ramon. Hey, yo. I, I, I hey, love yo. The character, I just think it was so much fun. I loved him as a wrestler as well. He, he gave us some great matches. It, it turned into a gimmick match because X-Pac basically and, and Rhodey were now part of the match. Basically, it was stupid. If you're going to do that, you should have done a tag team match or it something. seemed out of place. Yeah. yeah it, both it, Rhodey and X-Pac seemed yeah, out of place. It, it, it did. It, felt, it just felt so forced. It was literally like somebody backstage 10 minutes before went, hey, listen, we're going to send... Um, one, two, three kid out with you, Razor, because he's got roadie and then they can interfere with the match and then basically do it by disqualification. All right, out you go. Have a good night. It was just pointless. And it really interfered with a kind of good match. Again, Scott Hall, right? Razor messed up on, on a good few moves and you can see it. You just watch him and watch how he picks Jeff Jarrett up, how he handles him. There's a lot of mistakes there. And like I said, there were points in the match that I didn't know what they were doing with each other. You know, it was just walk around in circles, roll out the ring, roll get back in the ring. Uh, you walk around in circles, grab each other a little bit. It's it, it, was, it was boring. And again, there was no real story told. It turned into a gimmicky match the minute one, two, three kid and Rhodey got involved. The end was just so lame. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I hated it because it ruined the match that had such great potential, especially an IC title match as well. You know, where else are you going to change titles at? You know, it's WrestleMania, for God's sake. You know everyone's watching it. You know even the part-time fans are going to be like, look, I'll watch WrestleMania. It's the biggest event of the year. Give the title back to Razor. It would have been easy. You would have got massive pop from the crowd. Well, especially Done. at that time, that's when you changed belts. Yeah. And was I it mean, pay per view, not yeah, on TV. Uh, I mean, it was just wasted opportunity. Just wasted. And again, it became gimmicky. And I hate gimmick matches. I'm just going to let you sit on that one for a minute, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I had to have a drink. I was thirsty. This is like draining my life, I tell you. Well, I, I I do agree with a a lot of what you said. Uh, the one two three kid. Ugh. I mean, 
I would have liked for him not to come out. Um, Road Dog, you kind of expect him to come out because yeah, he was Road Jeff Dog, Jarrett's right? like valet at the time. Yeah, it was the roadie. Like, it made yeah. sense why he would come out. Yeah, you kind of you kind of expect that, but um, it it seemed forced. It didn't flow. There was um. One thing, you know, that you kind of, you were talking about the spots and stuff. One thing that when I was watching, um, you remember uh, Road Dog in that match took a pretty uh, hard bump. I think he got thrown into the corner somehow. Yes. He hit his head or something yeah. and he went down. Um, I think, and I saw this, um, Jerry Jarrett, or Jeff Jarrett, yelled out to him but it didn't look like it was kind of like all right man get up like mm -hmm. like like he was like overselling and i think that that Jeff i, I Jared, think i know like, exactly which part you're talking yeah. about, you know well. talking about? Yeah, yeah yeah and yeah and so it was little things like that and then you were talking about the miss miss spots by uh razor all that just kind of oh and another thing that i thought really killed that match was when they were both both they did about two or three times they're laying down on the mat staring up at the sky mm -hmm. right yeah yeah i mean for the love of pete man it's wrestling it's not that's, sunbathing that's where i agree with logan i don't think they they knew what to do yeah, well, it was like there was this part where um I don't know if it was after the Razor's Edge or it was before it, and well, no, I think Scott Hall um did the suplex or something off the top rope. They both hit the ground. Scott Hall gets up, he's literally standing right next to Jeff Jarrett, laid down one, two, three, would have been done. And then he grabs his knee and falls over the other way. Yeah, it just felt so much like he got up, didn't realize what spot they were in, right? And was like, "Should I pin him now?" Or no, this is the part where I pretend to hurt my knee. So he like hobbled away, and it looks so bad. It just it looks so bad on the screen. And and Logan, you mentioned a minute ago, you said um, that there was no storytelling. Uh, you know, there might have been storytelling. That that might have been the story, but it didn't play out well. No, you know, no, I mean, the story not. that they were telling might have been the story, but it, pff, I mean, you might as well just throw some gasoline on that thing. And, exactly. Terrible match. It was pretty bad. Yeah. So next, next so, on the card. Oh, okay. Oh, but how yes. did he get the bloody nose? That's what we say, you know, he was walking <laughs> away down the aisle. We're like, I had blood out of his nose. JD's yeah, like, oh, he's okay, you know. He's, he, I don't remember that happening. I didn't remember it I either. I was totally surprised either. when we came when he came down the ring. Um, but yeah, JD was like, oh, he can't get in trouble with his nose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize his nose was bleeding. Yeah, like, like where did that come from? Yeah, you know, and we didn't think to rewind and look at it because we just wanted to be done with the match. We wanted to be over. We just wanted to be terrible. over because we were like, we're one step closer to this being done, you know. And yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, people listening, how did Jeff Jarrett get his bloody nose in this match? Someone has to know out there. 
you know, maybe, maybe Logan's favorite fan, Rebecca knows. Yeah. We she, haven't heard from her in like a year. Well, come, but, come Rebecca, get back up here. Yeah. Need to or, hear. or maybe Brian, maybe yeah. Brian, Brian, you know, but anyway. Okay. The next, this next match is the one that Logan thought would bring him back and he'd get happy for this WrestleMania. But I don't think that really happened because Logan even said, he's like, oh yes, please. I'm going to be getting some relief from this horribleness, but it kind of sucks because I already know who's going to win. Yeah. That's, and I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want, well, yeah, but I was like, you know who wins. But then again, Logan stated, I don't care. It's, it's him. Uh, he'll at least bring me some joy. And I'm talking about the undertaker versus King Kong Bundy. You know what, big man? Let me just say this. This is the fourth WrestleMania appearance for The Undertaker, the fourth WrestleMania appearance for King Kong Bundy, but it's the first appearance ever at WrestleMania for that referee. Larry Young, ladies and gentlemen. American League umpire. Soon to be busy, we hope. Very slowly, very methodically. Undertaker now to the buckle. And to the far side, here comes Bundy. Oh, get him out. No one withstands that. It's in the Undertaker. But they charge it this time. They beat Rich Booth. The Undertaker. No, no. Unbelievable. Cannot believe it. 444 pounds. The Undertaker slammed it. So, yeah, I, they did what they could. That's, they did what they could in the ring. Bundy was well past his prime in this. Oh, we um, all that. You know, it was boring. The match was just boring. What? You, know, <laughs> you called it, an Undertaker it, match boring? I know. I thought the Undertaker I, could do no wrong. I, I can't. I can't. It's not the Undertaker's <laughs> fault. It was King Kong Bundy's fault, all right? This is but, a red-letter date. Uh, 10, but, but, October. Uh, October. Oh, it, no, uh, <laughs> it could have been a good match. If Bundy would have been 20 years younger, you know, uh, it just, you could see Bundy just getting tired and tired. And yeah, when you're working with somebody that big, you have to rely on them to bring the speed of something, you know, you, you're not going to be able to pick them up and swoop them in one go. You are relying on them to help you move that weight. Or if they're running into you and you're doing a takedown, you are relying on them. When that person can't physically do that anymore, it looks bad. It looks real bad. You can see how out breath at some points Bundy was. It's just a boring match. And again, it got gimmickified. I don't know what the hell was with this WrestleMania. Oh, there's, there's the urn. The, the urn has a big spotlight in it. Well, hold Everybody on. Let me, let, me, the let me stop you there before you keep going. His little backstory is because um, uh, Million Dollar Man had the Million Dollar Corporation, a failed stable that could have been good, but it never was. And so you had IRS. It had to be, you know, a lot of this is from memory, too, from when it actually happened. You had IRS. I think it was a few weeks prior to this WrestleMania. He actually repossessed the urn from Paul bear. Yeah. And so that's why that was the focal point in that match. Um, but yes, the, the, the urn did have a huge light in it. So when you took the top off of it, you kind of heard that the air sucking out of it. And then the power of that's the light was supposed to be the power of the urn. You know that. 
Yes, yes, we get that. But that was the whole where I guess they had to throw, like you said, gimmicky. They had to throw that into where the taker did get the arm back no, for then, a quick minute. And then Karma came out and stole the urn again. Yeah, and then he's just, just shaking his head yeah, over there. Just so gimmicky, so gimmicky and so you know, stupid. And they had, again, it had the potential to be a good match if Bundy was a little younger, uh, you know, and they got rid of the gimmicky stuff. So I just, I don't know, it's a boring match. Maybe Vinny knows this, because I actually said, and I've, I've heard uh, Charles Wright, who played Kama, the Godfather, say this on one of his interviews. I don't know if it was Broken Skull Sessions or another one. Kama was actually an acronym for something. Oh, What was that? I don't remember offhand. I, I heard I think I've heard this, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah, like he came up with his own acronym for this because he was the ultimate fighting machine or ultimate war machine or something like that. But yeah, I guess I could just th- try to throw it in the Google machine. You That's know. what I'm doing right now. Oh, you're doing that now, Logs? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean it could have had but, but what I was saying is they had to get to where okay, the taker got the urn back, and I don't remember, did IRS come back and steal it back again? No, Karma came and stuff. Karma, that's right. We just said that. Karma came back to it and he ran away. And then he said he wanted to melt it down and make a big gold chain. And then Logan, we're just going to say Logan laughed. And that's yeah. what we're going to leave it at. As, it was so bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me let me chime in on this. I I love King Kong Bunny. I just he is one of my favorite wrestlers. He uh, I remember him in the world class days. And uh, when he had hair and uh, I, I agree with what you said about, you know, him being past his prime. However, if they would have did some planning on this, like they did in WrestleMania three with Hulk Hogan and Andre the giant, when Andre the giant's, back was so bad you know he was he was so bad he i mean he barely made it to the the ring you know from the stories that i heard but they 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 said okay what can you do and we'll do this and we'll do this and i can't do this and that i mean that thing was mapped out they they could have done the same thing with this and still have a good match i mean you got the undertaker you know, both those guys got experience. I mean, they, you know, I, I, I think they could have just worked it in a different way where it really could have been good. You know, Bundy's not a high flyer. He's a he's a tear apart guy, right? So, you know, put him in a headlock and push him around, body slam him a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think it could have. I think it could have played out better if it was just designed a little better. Mm-hmm. The thing you know, was, my, is, is, is Bundy didn't have the health problems that like say Andre did. So you're right. They could have mapped this out a lot better to suit Bundy to make something good out of this. I mean, he's a little older. He's, he's a pretty big dude. I mean, they could have just kind of, just designed it a little different, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Logan. Did you find out what comma means, or we're we're gonna have to do some research on that? We're gonna have to do some research. Definitely, he, there is an interview where he does say what it means. Okay, 
but no, from what I've heard, Bundy was was a really nice guy though, like behind the curtain. You know, so it's not it it it's not to say he didn't want to do the match. It's just yeah, Vinny, we're just we're just gonna say, yeah, it could have been designed a lot better. Will Robin escape? Can Batman find him in time? Is this the ghastly end of our dynamic duo? Answers next week, same time, same channel. One hint, the worst is yet to come.